Well, hello and welcome back. It is day 97 and uh, sorry about yesterday. Uh, it was a crazy day and uh, no excuses, but we're there. So we're getting called back up. So today we're going to be in Deuteronomy 31, 1 through 32, 27. All right. Joshua becomes lead, Israel's leader. When Moses had finished giving the instructions to all the people of Israel, he said, I am now 120 years old and am no longer able to lead you. The Lord has told me you will not cross the Jordan River, but the Lord your God himself will cross over ahead of you. He will destroy the nations living there and you will take possession of their land. Joshua will lead you across the river just as the Lord promised. The Lord will destroy the nations living in the land just as he destroyed Shion and Og, the king of the Amorites. The Lord will hand over to you the people who live there and you must deal with them as I have commanded you. So be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid and do not panic before them, for the Lord your God will personally go ahead of you. He will neither fail you nor abandon you. Then Moses called for Joseph, and as all Israel watched, he said to him, Be strong and courageous, for you will lead these people into the land that the Lord swore to their ancestors he would give them. You are the one who will divide it among them as their grants of land. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord will personally go ahead of you. He will be there, or He will be with you. He will neither fail nor abandon you. Public reading of the book of instructions. So Moses wrote the entire body of instruction in a book and gave it to the priest who carried the ark of the Lord's covenant and to the elders of Israel. Then Moses gave them their this command. At the end of every seventh year, the year of release, during the festival of shelters, you must read this book of instruction to all the people of Israel when they assemble before the Lord your God at the place he chose. Call them all together, men, women, children, and the foreigners living in your towns, so they may hear this book of instruction and learn to fear the Lord your God and carefully obey all the terms of these instructions. Do this so that your children who have not known these instructions will hear them and will learn to fear the Lord your God. Do this as long as you live in the land you are crossing the Jordan to occupy. Israel's disobedience predicted. Then the Lord said to Moses, The time has come for you to die. Call Joshua and present yourself at the tabernacle so that I may commission him there. So Moses and Joshua went and presented themselves at the tabernacle. And the Lord appeared to them in a pillar of cloud that stood at the entrance to the sacred tent. The Lord said to Moses, You are about to die and join your ancestors. After you are gone, these people will begin to worship foreign gods, the gods of the land where they are going. They will abandon me and break my covenant that I have made with them. Then my anger will blaze forth against them. I will abandon them, hiding my face from them, and they will be devoured. Trouble, trouble will come down, or terrible trouble will come down on them. And on that day, they will say, These disasters have come down on us because God is no longer among us. At that time, I will hide my face from them on account of all the evil they commit by worshiping other gods. 
So write down the words of this song and teach it to the people of Israel. Help them learn it so it may serve as a witness for me against them. For I will bring them into the land I swore to give their ancestors, a land flowing with milk and honey. There they will become prosperous, eat all the food they want, and become fat. But they will begin to worship other gods. They will despise me and break my covenant. And when great disaster come down on them, this song will stand as evidence against them. For it will never be forgotten by their descendants. I know the instruction or intentions of these people, even now before they have entered the land I swore to give them. So that very day Moses wrote down the words of the song and taught it to the Israelites. Then the Lord commissioned Joshua, son of Nun, with these words, Be strong and courageous, for you must bring the people of Israel into the land I swore to give them. I will be with you. When Moses had finished writing the entire book of instruction in a book, he gave the com- or body of instruction in a book, he gave the command to the Levites who carried the ark of the, the Lord's covenant. Take this book of instruction and place it beside the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God, so it may remain there as witness against the people of Israel. For I know how rebellious and stubborn you are. Even now I am still alive and and am here with you. You have rebelled against the Lord. How much more rebellious will you be after my death? Now summon all the elders and officials of your tribes, so that I can speak with them directly and Call heaven and earth to witness against them. I know that after my death, you will become utterly corrupt and will turn far or from the way I have commanded you to follow. In the days to come, disaster will come down on you, for you will do what is evil in the Lord's sight, making him very angry with your actions. The Song of Moses. So Moses reacted or recited this entire song publicly to assemble. Assembly of Israel. Listen, O heavens, and I will speak. Hear, O earth, the words that I say. Let my teaching fall on you like rain. Let my speech settle like dew. Let my words fall like rain on tender grass, like gentle showers on young plants. I will proclaim the name of the Lord. How glorious is our God. He is the rock. His deeds are perfect. Everything he does is just as fair. He is faithful God who does no wrong, how just and upright he is. But they have acted corruptly toward him when they are so previously, they are perversely, are they really his children? They are a deceitful and twisted generation. Is this the way you repay the Lord, you foolish and sinful people? Isn't he your father who created you? Has he not made you and established you? Remember the day of long ago. Think about the generation past. Ask your father and he will inform you. Inquire of your elders and they will tell him. When the Most High assigns land to the nations, when he divided up the human race, he established the boundaries of the peoples according to the number of his heavenly court. For the people of Israel belong to the Lord. Jacob is his special possession. He found them in a desert land and an empty howling wasteland. He surrounded them and watched over them. He guarded them as he would guard his own eyes. Like an eagle that rose her chicks and hovers over her young. So he spread his wings to take them up and carry them safely on his pinions. 
The Lord also guided them. They followed no foreign gods. He let them ride over the highlands and feast on crops of the fields. He nourished them with honey from the rock and olive oil from the stony ground. He fed them yogurt from the herd and milk from the flock. Together with the fat of lambs, he gave them choice rams for basham and goats. Together with the choicest wheat, you drink the finest wine made from the grapes of juice of grapes. But Israel soon became fat and unruly. The people grew heavy, plump, and stuffed. Then they abandoned the God who made them. They made light of rock of the salvation. They stirred up his jealousy by worshiping foreign gods. They provoked his fury with detestable deeds. They offered sacrifice to demons, which are not God. They, to God, they had not known before to new gods only recently arrived to gods the ancestors had never feared you neglected the rock who had fathered you you forgot the god who had given you birth the lord saw this and drew back provoked to anger by his own sons and daughters he said i will abandon them then see what becomes of them for they are a twisted generation children without integrity they have roused my jealousy by worshiping things that are, are not God. They have provoked my anger with the useless idols. Now I will rouse their jealousy through people who are not even a people, even a people. I will provoke their anger through the foolish Gentiles. For my anger blazes forth like fire and burns to the depths of the grave. It devours the earth and all its crops and ignites the foundations of their mountains. I will heap disaster upon them and shoot them down with my arrows. I will weaken them with famine, burning, fever, and deadly diseases. I will send the fangs of wild beasts and poisonous snakes that glide in their dust. Outside the sword will bring death, and inside terror will strike both young men and young women, both infants and the aged. I will have Hanalite them, wiping out even the memory of them. But I feared the taunt of Israel's enemies, who might misunderstand and say, Our own power has triumphed. The Lord has nothing to do with this. So now we turn to Luke twelve eighteen and read or twelve eight and read through twenty four. All right. I tell you the truth, everyone who acknowledges me publicly here on earth, the Son of Man, will also acknowledge in the presence of God's angels. But anyone who denies me here on earth will be denied before God's angels. Anyone who speaks against the Son of Man can be forgiven, but anyone who blasphemies the Holy Spirit will not be forgiven. And when you are brought to trial in the synagogues, and before rulers and authorities, don't worry about how to defend yourself or what to say, for the Holy Spirit will teach you at that time what needs to be said. Parable of the Rich Fool Then someone called from the crowd, Teacher, please tell my brother to divide our father's estates with me. Jesus replied, Friend, who made me a judge over you to decide such things as that? Then he said, Beware. Guard against every kind of greed. Life is not measured by how much you owe. 
Then he told them a story. A rich man had a fertile farm that produced fine crops. He said to himself, What should I do? I don't have room for all my crops. Then he said, I know. I I'll tear down my barns and build bigger ones. Then I'll have room enough to store all my wheat and other goods. And I'll sit back and say to myself, My friend, you have enough stored away for years to come. Now take it easy, eat, drink, and be merry. But God said to him, You fool, you will, have, you will die this very night. Then who will get everything you worked for? Yes, a person is a fool to store up earthly wealth, but not have a rich relationship with God. Teaching about money and possessions. Then turning to his disciples, Jesus said, That is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food to eat or enough clothes to wear. For life is more than food, and your body is more than clothing. Look at the ravens. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns, for God feeds them, and you are far more valuable to him than any birds. So now we go to Psalm 78, 32 through 55. But in spite of this, the people kept sinning. Despite his wonders, they refused to trust him. So he ended their lives in failure, their years in terror. When God began killing them, they finally sought him. They repented and took God seriously. Then they remembered that God was their rock, that God most high was their redeemer. But all they gave him was lip service. They lied to him with their tongues. Their hearts were not loyal to him. They did not keep his covenant. Yet he was merciful and forgave their sins. He did not destroy them all. Many times he held back his anger and did not unleash his fury. For he remembered that they were merely mortal. Gone like a breath of wind, they never returned. Oh, how often they rebelled against him in the wilderness and grieved his heart in the dry wasteland. Again and again they tested God's patience and provoked the Holy One of Israel. They did not remember His power and how He rescued them from their enemies. They did not remember His miraculous signs in Egypt, His wonders on the plan of Zoan. For He turned the rivers into blood so no one could drink from the streams. He sent vast swarms of flies to consume them and hordes of frogs to ruin them. He gave their crops to caterpillars, and the harvest was consumed by locusts. He destroyed their grapevines with hell and shattered their synagogue figs with sleet. He abandoned their cattle to hell, their livestock to bolts of lightning. He loosened on them his fierce anger, all his fury, rage, and hostility. He dispatched against them. A band of destroying angels. He turned his anger against them. He did not spare the Egyptians' lives, but ravaged them with the plague. He killed the oldest son in Egypt's or Egyptian family, the flower of youth throughout the land of Egypt. But he led his own people like a flock of sheep, guiding them safely through the wilderness. He kept them safe so they were not afraid, but the sea covered their enemies. He brought them to the border of his holy land. To this land of hills he had worn one for them. He drove out the nations before them. He gave them inheritance by lot. He settled the tribes of Israel into their homes. 
And now Proverbs 12, 21 through 23. No harm comes to the godly, but the wicked have their fill of trouble. The Lord detests lying lips, but he delights in those who tell the truth. The wise don't make a shower of their knowledge, but fools broadcast their foolishness. And uh, we thank you for joining us today. And this is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God.